Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. I join you here and declare a new week open. Hey, uh, hey, hey, folks, you're eight. Yeah, we're back. And we're back to more, you know, detailed, nice, long conversations, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thanks for everybody for joining us over the last, oh, it feels like forever. You know, this is like 110, 111 episodes. <laughs> I lose track of what number we're on within this series. Um, I, but I've, I've been having a little bit of a reflect on what we're doing here at RGM. And sometimes you can get a little bit carried away with yourself. Uh, and sometimes you can, um, you know, just look at what you're doing and try and work out how to do things a little bit better, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and one thing that I, I, I always want to do with RGM, and I'll do it till I die, is supporting up-and-coming bands. Now, I've got a little bit of a problem with, with publications that come out and say we're here to you know save the music industry and all that bollocks no one individual can save anything so that that's why i don't like the phrase you know uh, support new bands because you know anybody can share a a a link and that kind of stuff but for for me supporting new bands means more than just a fucking uh, an anecdote a statement that you put out on your socials every now and again i'm seeing it a lot from like pr companies and, and and magazines at the minute and it's getting on my nerves a little bit we're here to you know these bands deserve better it, it's quite arrogant uh, it's, it's a really arrogant thing to say uh, to think that what you're doing is is going to save the industry <laughs> do you know what I mean uh, and I'm just seeing a lot of that around at the minute so it, it's made me think of uh, and made me think uh, to try and reflect on what we're doing here at RGM sometimes you can lose focus a little bit I, I don't think we've quite lost focus but I think we can do uh, I think we can do a bit more with you know supporting the little guys you know what I mean um, maybe not okay fair enough if you're new to this podcast I don't just usually start off like this with a rant uh, um, but yeah welcome to the podcast if you're new to it everybody we're, we're here to delve into stories that are going on at grassroots music share stories share everybody's journey and just have a good time while we do it and have a laugh and that you know um, but this little thing is, it stuck with me I keep seeing it PR companies and they are companies by the way uh, PR companies other magazines um, that I'll not name because we do talk about in this interview with the guests coming up as well, ladies and gentlemen. We've got Josh King from For The Girl um, you know, joining us for an amazing chat. I really, I really like this kid. Uh, he's coming up soon to talk about his journey within the, you know, being in a band and that kind of stuff. And, and we do talk about it a little bit more in the in the podcast It came up around uh, how important press is to a new band and that kind of stuff. And when I say press, I do mean us, but I mean it loosely, you know. We're just RGM. We're just, you know, out there just trying as best to do what we do and so yeah, what I'm babbling. So this phrase about saving the industry, I want to do more. I've just seen. If you've seen it, ladies and gentlemen, show it. Share your links with me on RGM because I want to. 
I want to challenge back a little bit uh, the, the arrogance that is, that's out there in the world and people suggesting that whatever they do is going to save the industry and bands deserve more and that kind of stuff. Bands deserve what bands get at the end of the day. We're all individuals, we're all adults, we're all in the, in, in the big old world ourselves, just doing what we do. And I would never say that I'm here to save the music industry or to save a band and to give them... A, we do give them exposure, and some bands pay for that, some don't. We've got a free option as well. Um, this podcast is free, it costs us. We're going to be here for a long time, don't worry about that. We, you know, we're here to talk about what's going on and be honest about what we see around us in the industry. And the, uh, the arrogance around claiming that you're saving the industry by, I don't know, charging a band for a PR exercise doesn't sit right with me. Um, so I just wanted to be open and honest about where my little head is with that at the minute. I just don't like it. Um, and if you feel the same way, let us know on the socials. If you disagree, fair enough, let us know on the socials. It's a conversation. We're not here to shout at each other. Let's be adults about it. Um, and it, it was funny in, in this interview coming up. He, <laughs> I like Josh. He, he asked a bit of a cheeky question and I liked it. Uh, just around, you know, who do I think? I'll tease you with it. Stay around and listen to the chat that we that we have with the lad. Um, it, it, I, I answered it diplomatically. Uh, where d- deep inside I wanted to out people I really did but um, I'll, I'll I'll leave you to listen on and uh, you can tell me your own thoughts on how you think I did with it I think I could have done better but hey-o um, so yeah we have a really interesting chat with Josh from For The Girl coming up for you next ladies and gentlemen I am currently um, this podcast comes out on Monday right so the, the, the weekend that's just passed as you're listening to this uh, I will have been in Bridlington to uh, to take not take part to 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 cover the amazing this feeling new this feeling uh, festival at Bristol Spa. So I'm recording this just before I go on the Friday, so I'm setting off in like five minutes to it. So I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get there and to to kick into it all. And we're going to do some we're going to do some 360 recording in there. You know, we've got the lottery winners, you've got the K's, you've got uh, the Lathams, got the boys Spangled. It's going to be an amazing weekend in Bridlington. Um, I'm sure I'm going to meet some of you that listen to this podcast in real life, and I'm right dead excited to get out and get amongst it in Brid. I used to go to Bridlington as a kid every year, so I like Bridlington. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about this festival, and coming up this week on the socials, you'll see loads of content from the uh, This Feeling by the Sea festival this weekend in Bridlington. So that's why that's what I'm going to be up to, you know, just out there in the world. Plodding on, dropping bollocks, learning from my mistakes, just um, doing what we do, really. Uh, definitely not saving the fucking industry by putting something out, a post out on Facebook, I'll tell you that. But we're here to support. I think that's hypocritical. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting myself tongue tied. I'm fearing not thought this through again. Story of my life. But Ayo, shall we crack on with the podcast, ladies and gentlemen? So, welcome to the podcast if you're new to it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a chat with Josh King from For The Girl. I'm not too bad yourself. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, cheers, pal. We've just been having a little natter and that, haven't we? We have. Yes, we have. So so talk me through, Josh. Who who is Josh King and who are For The Girl? Talk. Give us a little bit of background for people that might not know who you are. Yeah. So um, 
I'm uh, the rhythm guitarist in For The Girl and For The Girl spans back many years ago in various different forms, mm. but it's always been myself and the lead singer, Sam. Yeah. Um, and we're now a five piece. So I've sort of like grown up and spent my adolescent years with Sam um, and wrote songs with him and stuff like that. Mm. And then we met James, who is bass and keys. Yeah. And then... Uh, through that a really weird turn of events we had a, an old friend from school message me saying hey you're looking for a drummer that's how we met Foxy yeah. and then we've had various sort of lead guitarists like dipping in and out of the band and our most recent and by far the best uh, is Ryan um, who is <laughs> the best. Um, he, he actually works for Foxy works with Foxy as well but it was yeah. just sort of turn of events and he, he fit right in so that's where we are now Okay, so rhythm guitar then. I played rhythm guitar when I were in a band. It's the easiest job out of it all, I think. It's brilliant. You stand there, you learn four chords, you <laughs> get to be in the band. Um, you're not playing bass, so you're not, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, if, you, uh, if you drop a bollock, it, you, they don't really, nobody really notices. Yeah, well, yeah, to be fair, I've dropped so many bollocks, <laughs> it's just how I play now, so it's right. fine. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So before, you know, you give us a little introduction to the band and the people in the band. Hi, boys, if you're yeah. watching. Um, so like, like before the band and things like that, talk us through what, what was life like for little Josh King growing up in Nottingham, before before music and that kind of stuff. Just talk us through, let's get to know you uh, rather than the, the music side of stuff. First. Yeah, to, to be honest, it was like music's always sort of been like, in my life is like a consistent, I remember my dad playing my first sort of Beatles record on holiday in France and thinking, you know, like that, you know, you just sort of hypnotized from it. And then from there sort of, he introduced me to like Bruce Springsteen and other sort of um, bands like that. And then I sort of went further afield, um, picked up a guitar and realized that, you know, um, power chords are really really easy to do and if i actually got some people talented behind me i can do this you know sort of um uh you know throughout sort of as long as we want to before take it. music before music prior to that Go prior on. to that pretty normal living to be fair at school um but as, i don't know if you can see in here i'm uh, a big football fan okay. i'm a big liverpool fan Okay. Um, of course, so you are coming it, from Nottingham. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You can tell by my Scouse accent, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, <fair enough. laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much football and um, meeting up with mates and drinking on park benches and yes. that sort of stuff. That, right, that okay. you know what? For me, I, I always think it's funny because you meet those people at the same age as you, and you talk about adolescent years. Everyone basically did the same sort of shit, didn't they? I did, I did that. Sport. I did all that jive. Uh, I, I, yeah. I got drunk on a bottle of cider and from white lightning. I have had some white lightning before in the past. <laughs> I've, I've had things like uh, Lambrina, uh, and yeah. if I'm really skinned, Cassini, which was the cheap version of Lambrina, if you believe it or not. Cassini. Yes. Is that it's like Audi's rank. Lambrini? Yeah. Yeah, nice. it's like it's, it's like the it's like the cheapest version. Bulmer's cider. If we had a few quid knocking about, yeah. Um, Heldenbrow Super cider. K-S- no, no. We had Ooh, Hel- Heldenbra- no. Heldenbrow Super Strength and Kestel Super Strength. We used to have, which is <laughs> dynamite <laughs> gear. Yeah, yeah. We um we recently twenty 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 twenty. Did you have all that kind of shit? What was that? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. It's, nah, just, it's just like nah, a little nah, bottle. It looks like, like it's a little bottle of vodka or something like that, but it's fucking rank. <laughs> but it does the job. 
me and my mate at the turn of the year, we um, made a plan that every single pub in Mansfield we were going to go and visit. Okay. Um, we're not doing too bad. We've got a spreadsheet and everything. We're taking <laughs> okay, it very seriously. Very nice, nice. Um, but as a bit of a warm-up, he'll come to mine. And he bought me a can of dragon soup. Have you heard of that? No, no. I'm, so I'm, it, I'm 45, though, so I'm going back a few years myself, mate. Yeah, so it's um, it's an energy drink, so it's like Red Bull or whatever, right. but it's something daft like 5.5%, and it's uh, it's rocket fuel. It's uh, decent stuff. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Where yeah, how, nice. how did we get on to booze there? I, I, I forgot. I don't know. We started talking about life before music. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, drinking on parks and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, no, yeah, that's, like I said, big, big football fan, big music fan. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my life and always has been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Are you a football fan yourself? I am Sheffield United. No, I said, are you a football fan yourself? <laughs> Right, uh, and, and today's episode has quickly come to an end. Yeah, we are. We, it, we, we're, we're having. We're, we're going to have a, a really tough season, I think, this year. You think it's, it's not looking good? We've sold the best two players before the season started, so that's never a good sign. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm not even going to comment on the transfer window, like the way Liverpool have gone about business yeah. recently. I mean, it's laughable. It's like I'm running the club. It's absolutely daft. Can't pay. <laughs> An extra five million for Lavia, but all of a sudden we've got 110 million for Kai Seda. So, uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. What, why, why the Liverpool link then? If you, if do you live in Nottingham, is it actual Nottingham you yeah. live in, or is it the area? Or? So, so it's Mansfield Woodhouse. I'm not even that cool. I'm um, in the okay. city. Uh, yeah. It's uh, so it's about 20, 30 minutes from Nottingham. Yeah. Um, and but no, the Liverpool thing was I, you know, first started getting into football, and my uncle. Um, I, I didn't really have a team as such. Like I've always grown up with Mansfield Town. I still consider myself a Mansfield Town fan as well. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, Liverpool, my, my uncle sort of said, um, you know, go with Liverpool. Uh, he had been a Liverpool fan all his life. And unfortunately, I inherited it from him. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it can happen that, can't it? And, uh, yeah. And, and, but the only reason why I keep mentioning the Nottingham thing is when you... When you sent us your music, you put that you put Nottingham down as where you're from, so that's kind of interesting. Just uh, it, 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 like le- these little satellite towns, bands bands tend to do that because it makes them not look like they're from a little satellite town. I'm just wondering if that. Yeah. Were, I'm just wondering if that were a conscious thing. You're, you're not I on your think, own to do that, by the way. It's a very common thing. No, I, I think like the the reason we sort of did that was because. Believe it or not, there's not really a music scene in Mansfield. Um, there's lots of bars, but they, you know, it's same as any sort of like two star town out there. It's shit. Um, and we realised to do an actual show that's actually going to get us um, a little bit, bit of exposure. We need to go to Nottingham. So we always yeah. class that as like hometown gig and stuff okay. like that. So, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, so yeah, just talk us through. So, so there's not many, how many music venues is there in Mansfield? <laughs> None. There they yeah, used to be, like, before my time, there was uh, something called the Town Mill um, that um, when, not if, I'll win the Euro Millions, I've always said I'll buy it and oh. I'll restore it to its former glory and yeah. have it, you know, as like, a, you know, it's these tour posters. Yeah. I just think it'd be great if you've got all these big cities and then you've got Mansfield Town Mill. Um, yeah, nice. But that's just, like, um, abandoned now. There's pubs, and to be fair, like when when we first started, just playing like acoustic stuff, okay. playing the pubs were like the best thing we ever did because we never played gigs or anything like that. Um, 
So lots of pubs that do sort of live music and all these sort of, mm. you know, pub music, like your stereophonics and killers and stuff like that. Yeah, so it, it's, um, it's generally more like covers in it that pubs want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, were you doing covers then, or were you chucking your own, a couple of your own stuff in then? How, how did you Yeah, so, so we we were doing that. It was, um, so we, we would get like quite a lot of gigs Friday and Saturdays just in these pubs yeah. and um, play stereophonics and killers and stuff like that and then um started writing her own stuff as like a three-piece acoustic band yeah. then sort of got going a little bit more and then introduced to the rest of the band members and then um it was actually uh jason hart who's jake bug's manager came to see us in a um a pub in nottingham and he's he sort of said you gotta go one way or the other you can either Earn 30 quid a night, or you can actually put some heart and soul into what you actually want to do. So that's what we did. Um, so, how yeah. Did, how did the back. connection with Jake Bugs manager then? How did, how did that like, how, how did you, Re- I, I, I missed the connection there. How did that like happen? Yeah, yeah. So, really weird. So, my dad's a lawyer, and I believe Michelle, who is uh, Jason's husband, is was also a solicitor. And my dad, oh. when we started writing more stuff, he was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, put some feelers out there. He did. Michelle came to, Oh, well, man. I think um, bought him by scruff of the neck down to yeah. down to it was the Bell in Nottingham, um, and he watched us, and we had a really good chat after, um, and then we he, he was he came to a show and saw like the first ever full band, um, and then we recorded a little bit with him in Nottingham as well, and it was it's literally just it's not what you know, it's who you know, isn't it? And it was just friend of a friend, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean. Like we're not really in touch now with him, but it's it's yeah. one of those that we you know it sort of stayed with us. So yeah. How long ago was that then? While ago, five years, okay. probably something like that. Yeah. But it it was one of them where it was like, you know, if this yoda of the music industry is saying you know um, you need to sort of go one way or the other with it, we, you know, we thought, well, why not? Let's let's give it a go. So, so did, yeah. did you stop doing pubs straight away then and start looking around? At- Pretty much, uh, yeah, pretty much put a lot more into writing and uh, what we wanted to sound like. Mm. Um, and it, it was weird at first because I think our first EP that we ever released was very sort of, um, it was just all over the shop. There wasn't really a genre to it. It was, you know, we had a funky song. We had a, you know, sort of indie rock sort of vibe one. Um, it was all a bit higgledy-piggledy and then, Sort of some band members left, and like I said, the the lineup we've got now, I think everyone, even though everyone sort of dips into like different tastes of music and stuff like that, everyone's got yeah. what for the girl sounds like. So yeah, it's been it's been weird um, doing it, but it's been fun. So did you record with Jake Bug then, or with the with the manager? No, no, no. We, so we never oh. met Jake. It was just Jason, right, okay. um, the, the manager, very kindly hired out a, a, a really nice studio in Nottingham. I can't remember the name of it. Um, oh. and went down and did some tracks with him. So, yeah. Yeah, that must have been... What kind of things did you, apart from, like, you know, you either go that way or that way with it, did he pass on any other words of wisdom for you? Because, you know, having having someone like that there, it must have been quite... Yeah. Or did you just, like, yeah. be young lads and, you know, he, not really take he, advantage uh, of it? He said my aunt was shit, <laughs> which... <laughs> there was... It was... I wanted a, a Vox AC30 VR, yes. but couldn't afford... Right. Uh, no, I wanted an X, a Vox AC30, but couldn't afford it. Okay. So I went for the VR thinking, ah, oh, they'll never know. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was one moment where he was sort of like twiddling all the knobs. And I think he said, <laughs> there's just fuck all tone on this. I was like, okay. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> um, but no, like, um, uh, I, I think it was because the tracks we did were all sort of like disjointed. It wasn't really like yeah. one band sound. Mm. Um, it, it, I think he sort of said, go with the funky stuff um, at first. And we, as stupid as we are, we decided to ignore him. Yeah. and just yeah, go down the sort of like indie rock route so yeah right okay that's an interesting thing to do because you, you, at the end of the day you've got to be yourself aren't you yeah yeah and I think as much as you know we we like that song and we're still very proud of it is even though we don't really play it anymore it's um, we, we didn't really want to do that we, we just wanted to you know make our sort of sound so yeah. so yeah <clears throat> So what what is your kind of sound then? T- talk to, tell us so, what it's all about. So like I said, it, it's it's weird because like as much as we have like level playing field with bands that we like and we're sort of in- influenced by, it's everyone's got other different pockets. Like our drummer's a really big Metallica fan. Oh. Um, and then we've got James who does keys and bass who is obsessed with Victor Wooten. And it's kind of like oh. trying to... F- fit them in to one sound so it's very much like I said it's that indie rock I'd like to think it's got a bit of like a nothing but thieves muse royal blood sort of sound to it just not as good (laughs) so yeah yeah. well you're you're finding your sound aren't you so when you have these what what kind of conversations do you have then with these people that are heavily influenced with other people what how do you like do you say stop faffing about stop fucking about as much you know are you are you the person that like tries to direct all these different characters into making yeah so because because like we've been doing this for so long um it's so i don't even need to tell foxy who's our drummer foxy will slip i give him a look okay it'll slip in too many double bass fills and it's kind of like i just look at him and he sort of goes yeah all right i'll I'll tone it back a little bit um Ryan's completely opposite. Like as a guitarist, I really like his sound. He's very sort of like he loves his. Well, he, no, he doesn't love solos. He much prefers that sort of foal sort of. Um, he like all, he likes all his patches on his pedals and stuff mm. like that. And I really like that sort of stuff. James just does his own thing with the bass and the keys, and I, I don't really steer them. I don't think I've got any right to do it. So it's more just sort of. Um, it's more song structure that we suggest than what people are playing apart from Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's, the, that's like a, a bit of a development area for the band to, to, to yeah, craft that side of things a little bit more? Yeah. So, um, I think what we've done with, so we've released one track, um, a couple of weeks ago and, um, we've got two more that are going to be coming out as well. And musically, I think it's the furthest like we've pushed ourselves. Mm. But the way we've been writing has been completely different. I mean, it sounds like completely obvious to other bands out there, but it was very much um, let's demo, let's demo what we like and see how we're doing and get all of that first. And then we'll look at, you know, mm. playing it live or and share ideas when we've rehearsed it or whatever. Um, what what did you do before that? Because, as soon as you got a new song in the rehearsal room, you, yeah, play, you, you started record playing it, live it out. Yeah, yeah, record it, get it out. Or yeah, we tried cool. rehi- We yeah. tried writing in the rehearsal space, yeah. which was just absolute mayhem. Yeah. Uh, you'd never get anywhere. And because you weren't recording it or demoing it, you'd come back next week to practice and go, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot it. 
It's as stupid as that sounds. Whose idea was it to do the demoing thing? So James. So James Uh, is like, if I had, you know, a little bit of talent that he has, you know, I'd be over the moon. He's he's incredible with what he does with um, his his home setup and his the way he plays keys and synth and bass. Um, So it was kind of like we just let James loose a little bit. And then we all started to say, yeah. no, let's change this. Let's um, yeah. uh, do this with it. So, yeah, pretty much James, um, who actually had a light bulb moment of this isn't working. <laughs> so, yeah, that's quite a mature thing to take on board and and put into place, though, because, you know, it, it, you know, it, somebody might come up with an idea like that, like a, a new way of doing things. And I, I think you've made a complete right decision of, you know, of, Demoing things, put it down, record it a little bit. What's it sound like? Ting, because I, I think bands put music out too quick, and once something's yeah. out, it's out there in the world, and that's it. Yeah. So, so you you can spend a lot of your time trying to fight people finding out this bit of shit that you put out a few years ago, and then and then you then you then then you your quality control's not there because because there's some shit out there as well with it. So that's so yeah. I think you made a really mature decision there yeah. to, to, and it was, to, to get better. I, I mean, I, yeah, I think you're not the nail on the head. Like mm. we would just go, yeah, let's get it out. Cause we felt we needed to get something out. Yeah. Whereas now it's a little bit more like, let's have a think about what we're putting out here. So yeah. these three new tracks, like I said, we're, we're really excited to sort of like get out there and uh, see what people think. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, we had the single out on RGM a couple of weeks ago and, you know, it seemed to mm-hmm. go down really well with the the readers of RGM out there in the world. How, how, how did you find it like being in a magazine and stuff? I presume you've been in other magazines as well. How how, how was it for you to, to have the support from the reviewer as well that said nice things about it? Yeah, like it's, it's always a little bit nerve wracking um, because like we've worked our asses off it with it. Mm. And um, it's always important to like get other people's feedback and see what they're saying. Um, And in the past we've had it where, you know, there's been good reviews from other singles, um, but there'll always be that one line that is like very constructive criticism, probably right, but it sort of sticks with you. Yeah. So to sort of like get it um, over to you guys and get the feedback, like we were buzzing with it. So um, I was on my way to why not festival and I got it through and I was, yeah, I was, I was, uh, ready for the festival after reading it. So yeah, thank you to that, you guys for doing it. You're very welcome. It, that, that's what it's all about, and I'm sure they must have had some kind of constructive criticism in there. I'm just trying to remember the review myself. Uh, was um, there anything on in there probably, that stood out for you? Probably stop sending us tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the review, um, did they put that? Uh, I have read it. I, I just can't remember it. Yeah, I, to be honest, I can't. But <laughs> I probably. Enough. You know, like a child, I was probably like looking at all the good stuff. I probably just didn't yeah. listen to the critics. <laughs> well, we, we, as a magazine, we don't want to just blow smoke up people's ass. Even even the new people that you know that might be new to it. So we we do get a lot of new bands that send us reviews, uh, or they want the music reviewing. And you know, if it doesn't go their way, then they soon they just ignore that it happened. You know, they don't share it on the socials when we put it out. They just pretend it didn't happen. They don't reply to the emails. You know, they just like. They just get Mardis on that kind of stuff, and yeah. that, that, that's that's no good. That's no good if you're going to be in a band and you're yeah. uh, and, no, you, and no, you're going to put your put your soul out there on stage and that kind of stuff. You can't exactly. you can't go on like that. Yeah, and that's that's music, isn't it? It's yeah. it's called a taste in music for a reason. Yeah. It's not a fact that you know, like um, someone's going to sit there and say, you know, this is dog shit, but they're going to sort yeah. of say, I liked it, but you know, um, 
I felt it sort of repeated itself too much. There wasn't like a change or a break or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's called an opinion for a reason, isn't it? So yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to go back, read it again and just make sure. I've actually taken on board the constructive criticism. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, if, if you aren't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I will It doesn't necessarily mean because it, it's one person's opinion on And we, yeah. we, we like to talk about the music. So, yes. so when, we get, we, when we get sent a big fucking PR page of PR, I tell our reviewers, don't fucking go anywhere near that. That's basically, that's going to be for the lazy journalists that can't be bothered to write a real review. They're just going to cut and paste some of that PR yeah. boring stuff about yeah. you know how old people are and all that kind of stuff and where the band name came yeah. from and all that bollocks yeah. what nobody gives a shit yeah. about so I, yeah. so I tell people ignore all that bullshit or I'll delete it before I'll send the reviewer so they don't get to see yeah. it anyway because I, I, yeah. don't, I don't I don't see the point in that being there it's just it's never up to date and it's and, and it's like seeing a uh, like a, a biography on Facebook where it's just fucking it might even be people's names which you know it might not even be anything it might just be a website it might just be those type of things are never kept up to date and they're never interesting so yeah so, so no. when we get people to review the music it, it's all about the tunes for us so, yeah so, so that, that's how, I, I hope that came across because that's that's the aim yeah of yeah all, anyway 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah, percent. and we've been on the other end of it as well where we've had sort mm. of that people copy and paste and you read it and you can't yeah as Possibly. like we want that Boring. constructive feedback we sort of read it and we go well you know that's no use or ornament. What, so. what, what's point having something that you've written, <laughs> having someone else write something that you've already written about you? Don't yeah. make any sense at all. It's just making your head bigger, isn't it? That's all it is. That's it, all it is. It's 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 just that. It's, it's, it, I don't even know what it is. I, I don't know how people get away with it. So there's a lot of magazines out there, and I fucking see you. Um, that that are doing things very half arsed or they're just in it for a fucking festival pass, and I get yeah. frustrated by that kind of stuff. There's there's no there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, uh, quality control with what they do. Some of these yeah. magazines out there, and I know. Go on, name them. I know you. Go on. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think. I, I, I'd love to. I, I will do over a pint. Yeah, um, nice. But I I have named people before and. It's it kind of feels like the wrong thing to do because um, there's enough space for everybody to do what they want to do in the industry. And yeah. I've learned from opening my garb in the past and being direct with people that it, it never it, it makes you feel shit at the end of the day when they hear about it and it, it makes you feel shit for saying it. I'd prefer to say it directly to the face privately than on a podcast. And I do do that. Uh, but yeah. I used to do it the other way around and it never really, yeah. it, it, it never really served a purpose of, it might just get a little soundbite on a podcast every now and again, but I'll tell you after basically. It, it, well, yeah, it, don't, make it, them feel, it don't make them feel good. Yeah. It don't make me feel good. People reading it are just like, oh, I don't really know what they're on about. They're just, it's probably just fucking egos cr- clashing about. And I've kind of like learned over the years to to get better at that and not to, fall into that trap a little bit more but I'm, i was very yeah. tempted to name a few people for you but i'll tell you over a pint though one day <laughs> yeah deal yeah <laughs> so 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 the media and stuff how hard is it a band to get your name out there as a new band with new tunes how, how you how do you find all that yeah i mean tricky like like i said we've been we've been doing this a long time now and it's kind of got to a point where we were quite happy that you know where we're at that we can do yeah. hometown shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but more important for us is getting music out there yeah. and getting people like yourselves to sort of like do a review and give feedback. And 
I think that's more what we're after. I think when we first started out, is you know everyone sort of dream of, you know, we want to be in NME. Yeah. Um, and when you get as old and ugly as us lot, you know, it's not going to happen. But doesn't mean you have to stop it. You can just sort of carry on doing the level you're at and carry on sort of playing your hometown shows and putting yeah. music out there because people do still give a shit. So yeah. um, we try. Don't get me wrong. Um, and we try the playlist and all that sort of stuff. We get it mm. fantastic. If not, you know, yeah. they're lost. <laughs> How do you find things like BBC introducing and that kind of stuff as a new artist? How do you get on? Brilliant. With yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, oh, that's good. Um, the, there's not, nothing like getting not, that not, email. Not, not, not everybody says the same thing with BBC, BBC introducing because a, a lot of people when I speak to it, it can seem like make it feel like it's a bit clicky. It depends on the the presenter at the time and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm really glad that you said that. That's not your experience of it because I like hearing that. No, um, don't get me wrong. Like again, it's it shouldn't be a competition like yeah. Nottingham or London or Liverpool or whatever. Yeah. Um, and when you see these bands doing well, you know, just sort of give them a pat on the back and sort of say, "Well done for it," regardless if you like the music or not, or think that they should be getting a slot at the festival or whatever. But in terms of us, like, um, you know, we, we still get these emails coming through saying, you know, it's going to be played on East Midlands and stuff like that. And you still get that little bit of a buzz from it. So again, it's just more people hearing it. We're happy. Um, and if they, you know, fancy giving us a festival slot, um, I wish they'd hurry the fuck up and ring. So, so what, what, what level of the music industry do you feel you're in now? Like what stage are you at and where, where's the next stage for, for the girl? So in football terms, yeah, I'd say we're pff, league two. Yeah. <laughs> That, that that's where we're lead to we're mid-table lead to and we're mm. quite comfortable with that we just yeah. don't want to get relegated um yeah. and again what's next for us is still recording these songs that we love um yeah. having it as a bit of escapism uh, escapism yeah, from nice. work and stuff yeah. and people like yourselves putting reviews out mm. um and doing it from there and you know we we do shows we still do tours and stuff like that it's it's that sort of stuff um so more of the same how would you get to league one then (laughs) how do we get to league one uh league one would be so we we've had our past four hometown shows have all uh, sold out um getting to league one for us would be a bigger venue doing it again and selling it out and you know, we're working with some brilliant promoters at the minute. So like Scruff of the Neck, for example, mm. um, are, are really looking after us and we're really impressed with them as promoters. So, nice. y- you know, watch this space. We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay. So like, <laughs> so more out of stage, more out of town gigs and bigger yeah, stages. Yeah, definitely. Things, like um, we, we've done tours in the past. Um, we've done tours with, mm. um, you know, bands that are doing, you know, back in the day, like Young Cato, when we're sort of fresh face and getting out there in some of the best venues and gigs we've ever played to some of the darkest, dingiest pubs, uh, <laughs> music venues. But, you know, people are still there. People still turn out for it. So um, we, we do want to get out again, but yeah. we want to do it when the time's right for us. We don't want to be turning up and, you know, playing for five people. So yeah. I think when we do that next, it will be sort of planned and thought out better. And again, we've worked with other booking agents like... Um, Bedlam booking have been really good to us in the past mm. as well um and they're really clever with how they do tours as well so yeah hopefully just more of the same but yeah the next one will be 
um, mm. sold out show number five. So nice yeah, keep keep the hard work up, guys. It it, it yeah. does like it, when somebody sees a gig poster, they just think, oh, somebody's just booked these gigs. But there there is a skill behind it, and uh, uh, yeah, you know where just positioning a band in 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 part of the country based on Spotify listens and all that kind of stuff that might crop up in different pockets all over the country. This it's a, it, it's I don't really know much about how they they plan it. Do you? No, I think the best the best way we've done it is as obvious as it sounds doing like I mean say it's a tour but you do four dates, you get four bands, every band plays their hometown show. Hopefully so you just focus on that mm. show, but then you get also three other very well yeah, sold out shows. Yeah. They're, they're the most, I mean, it seems so obvious, but they're the best ones that yeah. we've ever done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's just a little bit more of common sense, but to be fair, you don't need booking promoters for that. Um, yeah. You can, you can go out and do it yourself. We've done it before with other bands who've done like a rotated headliner yeah. over a couple of weekends and absolutely loved it. So yeah. yeah good so what's coming up for, for the girl then what's coming up? What can you tell us? And what can't you tell us? That's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got two, uh, we, we've just released one single called yeah. wake me up. Yeah. Uh, we've got two other singles coming out as part of like a trilogy. Yeah. Um, and like I said, um, hopefully we will have, um, hometown show number five and hopefully it will sell out coming soon oh, okay well watch this space ladies and gentlemen it's it's always a joy speaking to new bands and getting to know new people in this little um small music industry that we that we that we like to hang around in and have a good laugh and a pint and find new music um it is uh, within the description of this podcast as well mate we're going to put a link to wherever you want that's going to take people to all these new announcements yes, so um is there is there anything you'd like to say to people that haven't got a clue about for the girl um and you want a lot of and, people <laughs> well there will there will be well there, there will be at this stage but uh, I, i'm trying a similar kind of thing with rgm because for rgm i'm you know i used to be in a band and then like rgm for me is like being in a band you've just got to try and find new pockets of people all over the country and eventually Loads of people will know who you are, uh, and it's, yeah, it's, the exactly. same, it's the same process for me than what it is for for a new band. So I kind of like identify with that, and I know the struggle of it, and I know how hard it is to keep going, and the the momentum that you need to keep going is is difficult too. But uh, you know, if, if somebody's enjoyed this chat today, um, and they're hovering over the link, that's going to take you straight to all that is for the girl. Uh, but they haven't pressed the button yet. What would you say to those people, mate? <laughs> press it give it a like yeah if if you know it's it's songs that i think you know if you like your indie rock yeah. if you like your sort of independent music um i think you'll be pleasantly surprised yeah Ah, yeah there you go so, nice yeah. one well josh mate thanks for joining us the, within the description of this podcast is uh, a link to the music there's a link to the band do treat yourself to a band's bit of merch if they're selling that as well ladies and gentlemen it's the biggest support that you can offer a band is getting a t-shirt from them or just you know investing in a band or just buy a gig ticket and take a chance rather than pay 150 fucking quid and go and see ed sheeran go and see 10 bands in your local town um, and support them. It, it'll mean the world to them. The, the industry is not in a strong position for live music at the minute, quite yet, just from my own personal opinion. 
Um, but everybody seems to be having a spare 150 quid for all of these big boys, which is a bit annoying. But we live and learn. We move forward, don't we, mate? And I wish you all the best we in do the future, Josh. Yeah, nice one, mate. Thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. Cheers, pal. Thank you. Yeah, see you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, Josh. I really enjoyed speaking to Josh. You know, at the early stages of a music career, it's nice to just have a chat with somebody that's fine in his way. And you know, if you're in a new band yourself and you and you learn something from that, share it on your socials. You know, share it about. I don't mean like share us. Just you know, just share information. Bands speak to each other more. Um, yeah, let's be a community. Let's all help each other out. Um, so how did you feel like like I did around the uh, when it, when he when he was he asked me the cheeky question about who oh, you wanted me to name names? Uh, yeah, I went diplomatic, didn't I? Yeah, but I, I agree with what I said. It it doesn't make anybody feel good at the end of the day just outing people because at the end of the day I'm not arrogant enough to think, to think that I'm right on everything either. So you just have to let these things go sometimes, don't you? I can talk about it on here because this is my little platform to, to share my thoughts with the world. And to have chat with great people. So thanks again, Josh. Do jump on the socials in the description of this podcast. You will find or a link to taking you straight to the band. Invest in the Nottingham boys. Mansfield boys. And as always, you can join us on YouTube as well, where you can watch our little faces chat. All nice on there subscribers are going up nice on there as well thanks guys that's ha- that's happening um, so yeah we're nearly nearly a thousand I think 705 or something the other day last time I checked uh, so we're nearly there a thousands are supposed to be important because uh, supposedly depending on how many views you get and stuff you can try to monetize the YouTube side of things which an extra pound a month would be nice because that's probably all it'll get but hey yo <laughs> it is what it is Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us again for another edition of this podcast. If you've enjoyed it, give us a star rating, five-star rating on the old Spotify or Apple Music for us, or Amazon, or whatever podcast provider you're listening to us on. Um, Check out RGM, RGM rgm.press, for all the latest music news. Um, You know, that's where we are on the socials. Yeah. Thank you for joining us again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to go off to Bidlington now and have a bloody good time. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another week here at the RGM Podcast. Tell your friends, leave us a review if you can be asked. It's all appreciated. And, yep, yeah, stay tuned. More from RGM coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, we've got some big names that have said yes to the, the podcast. It's just pinning the bastards down to a time. So, uh, as always, you know, scheduling and getting people in the right time to, you know, to bring these podcasts out for you is always a challenge. Uh, but I'm not complaining about it, even though it sounds like I'm complaining about it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm babbling. I'm going to get off. Have a great week of new music. My name's Carl Maloney. I will see you later. Toodaloo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page. Submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback 
and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe, tell a friend about our show, and thank you for your support, and we'll see you next week.